Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. And we're recapping Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. We're back for yet another week. Another Michelle being mature week. Yeah, she hasn't let us down yet. No. Surprisingly, I guess. Since in my professional opinion, which is not a professional. And maybe I'm putting myself out on a, a shaky limb here, but it seems like a lot of the time it gets pretty immature people. Sometimes. That's usually the bachelors, though. Oof. <laughs> that's a little uncomfortable. Come on. There are mature guys out there. Some, some are. A lot of the late, some of the latter ones we've had are a little questionable. Big oof. Big oof. Well, is there anything from Bachelor Nation, Christy? Well, this was something a little, a little petty that I found entertaining. So, Becca and Thomas are still together from Paradise, and Katie has been doing this, like, 12 days of, like, Bachelor guys where she, like, assigns a song from Taylor Swift's new album to each guy. And so she decided to, I think Thomas was, like, day five or something, and she assigned him I Knew You Were Trouble and posted that on her Insta story. Oh, so so was that sort of... uh... Was it more, oh, this is what, just what you remind me of? Or kind of like, because I, I know Taylor is pretty famous for, like, so many of her songs are basically about, like, breaking up with this guy or that guy. Was it along those lines, or was it just, oh, this song reminds me of you? Oh, I don't know. She just posts the song hmm. and tags the guy with it, so... I don't know if it's like she still thinks he's trouble and thus the I knew you were trouble. I don't know. But after that, Becca unfollowed Katie on Instagram. <laughs> so, uh, wow. A little awkward. So I, I, I have no words. <laughs> it seems like a fairly innocuous thing. It should be. But I mean, that's I all. guess I guess when your world is drama, you will be dramatic. Well, Katie's Katie's just being messy. I mean, she hasn't stopped really. How dare you? <laughs> huh? Well, anything else? Nope, that's it. Well, I guess we should get into this thing. So. Why was she allowed, she being Michelle, of course, why was she allowed to meet with her parents? Isn't that, like, against the rules or something? Well, it's definitely rare. I don't... I'm guessing the fact that they were in Minnesota is part of it. But I think um, I think Peter got to FaceTime with his parents, maybe. But, yeah, usually you don't get to see family until like the very end yeah i mean i thought they were supposed to be off limits or something yeah but they guess they changed their minds this time Uh, abc how could you and how dare you (laughs) i'm sure she appreciated it oh yeah because you know they're her they're her rocks you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm She needs their support. I mean, I, I guess, yeah. They just, you know, they want her to be happy, Christy. Yeah, that's that's about all we got from that segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I really want, like, it would have been so much more interesting if they were like, oh, so who do you like the least right now? Like, we could have had, like, some interesting convos, but it was just like... Christy, that's too dangerous. 
We can't. We can't go there. I know, but it would be so much more interesting. <laughs> but I keep saying, Christy, this show is not all about you. <laughs> I have so many like good ideas, though. <laughs> <laughs> if only ABC knew. Unfortunately, like seven people listen to our podcast. <laughs> it's a little more than that. Uh, I mean, just a little. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think about this whole just psych to get to see Michelle again segment? Wasn't that just the best? Ugh. Are you talking about when the guys just all yelled her name? And then just started clapping mm-hmm. for no reason. No, there was I a mean, reason. They were about to see Michelle. <laughs> I mean, usually every season, the group of whoever it is left yells the lead's name. But it's usually like off a balcony. And this time it was just like in the middle of a field. Wasn't so. even, I don't think it was even a field. It was literally like just down, open it was space. Like downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, they were, I think they were standing in some grass, but, like, it was just odd. It's, I guess a producer is off screen being like, okay, now, guys, everybody yell Michelle at the same time. Yeah. And then clap afterwards. Yay, so excited. Would you, would you like to stay in the hotel that they're staying in? Um... I'm sure. I mean, I don't remember much of it, actually. I guess I wasn't paying attention, but. I remember I, like, hand up and it was this, like, this giant. Enormous. Glass building. Yeah, I mean, probably is nice. Usually the hotels they pick are pretty good. Aside from the La Quinta. (laughs) How dare you, Christy? How dare you? I don't know. Maybe it's nice in person, but it didn't photograph well on TV. <laughs> wow, that is that is unbelievable. Very rude to the Laquinta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So how about I mean I this probably doesn't even matter, but I'm curious, so I'm gonna ask the question. Is this pretty common to because she basically just pulled pulled Joe herself out of the group of guys standing in front of the hotel for the one-on-one. Yeah, I have seen that before. Um, probably really? A real uh, <laughs> a real boost for the other guys. Yeah, they're all left to just stand there awkwardly while Joe walks away hand-in-hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they hop in a car and drive away. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) R.I.P. A little bit of a heartbreaker. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, tell tell us a little bit about this about this date. This is a quite a wide ranging date, I would say. Yeah, they start off um, at the Minnesota Twins baseball stadium and. I guess this was like an actual game. Like I remember seeing photos of this, like when it happened. But um, she throws a strike at the beginning, and it's, yes, it's a it's called a first pitch. Christy, a ceremonial first pitch. Yeah, so it's like if she throws a strike, Joe gets a kiss, and of course they call it a strike, even though. I mean, was it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was high and outside. Mm, yeah. Which people may not understand, but I used to be a big baseball fan. So. Yeah, I, I understand that one. <laughs> yeah. So. And then they visit her school, I think. Yeah, her high school, to revisit history. I did you did you buy it when she was all like, I remember where my locker was. And, like, just breaks um, him and stands in front of a locker. Were they numbered? Because if they were numbered, I can buy that, I guess. I mean, they probably were numbered, but this is also, like, a high school 
in a pretty major city. You gotta think they have like thousands of lockers or something. Yeah, but if you just happen to remember your locker number, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that's something, if you keep your same locker number through all four years, it'd probably get ingrained in your head. Maybe. I just don't, I just don't know if, if I can believe. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to believe on this show. Everything, you just, you question what's real and what's not real, you know? I mean, the general consensus on the internet was that the producers completely created all of those notes last week in the wish box. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I tried. All right, I tried to be optimistic. I know, me too, but... Um, I mean, of course, it would not surprise me in the slightest, but... And, and before we continue, just aside, I did just look it up, and... The Marquette is actually very affordable, <laughs> which I guess makes sense since uh, ABC doesn't want to break the bank with all the rooms they have to have. I imagine, I imagine there's a decent number of rooms. What are you calling affordable? Uh, like low, low to mid one hundreds. Oh, well, that's interesting. I didn't think it would have been that cheap. I didn't either. <laughs> but here we are. Yes, yeah. So uh, they continued wandering around her high school. They had to stop off, and I'm sure it, this classroom had so much significance mm -hmm. for sure to uh, to take a take a look through some old. I don't know if there's specifically yearbooks. I feel like it was maybe more like basketball achievement books because it was like there were a bunch of pictures of her playing basketball and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think they looked at like one of those display cases as well, like in the hallway. Because, mm -hmm. you know, she has a lot of achievements. Mm-hmm. Yep, she accomplished a lot. She's a baller, you know? Yep, and they played basketball. I still... This is another area I'm skeptical. Because, of course, they just, like, show Joe only missing baskets. And Michelle only hitting baskets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you think they edited out all the ones he made? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> well, we have to continue the narrative of like I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to throw shade because it does seem like Michelle is quite good at basketball. But still, as we uh as we know, since you uh you mentioned it and I I I should have brought it up too because I like it was kind of an itch in my mind. I'm talking about after they played basketball when they're sitting on the bleachers where mm -hmm. he's swapping back between shots of Michelle like before kissing a ton and after kissing a ton. <laughs> oh yes, the amount of lipstick was not consistent. <laughs> Yes, and throughout this entire conversation, it like kept switching to, it kept switching to like close up, more more close up shots of Michelle's face. <laughs> yeah, it just tells you how chopped up these convos can be. It's like you kind of wonder, are we even seeing like a a through line of what the conversation was really like? I mean, and likely it, no. <laughs> Because I mean, they literally can do what whatever whatever they yeah. want, and may you know maybe they try to kind of leave the gist of it there, and we're like, oh, you know, we didn't have enough shots of because as as I remember it, the shots where she had more like lipstick or lip gloss or whatever, um, were like 
more close-up shots when she wasn't actually talking. And she was like, just, like, looking intently as he was, like, talking. Yeah. So, I don't know if they just got, got on the cutting room floor and were like, uh, she's just not really maintaining eye contact the way I would like here in this latter half of the conversation. Let's just uh, splice in some shots from earlier when she was really making the great eye contact. Mm, yeah, it's just weird to me. Yeah, I mean that's but. a that's a that's a pretty big continuity thing. They they would they would call it. <laughs> yeah, which is it's it which is interesting and kind of funny to me because, uh, generally speaking, like I and I think I don't know if it's more common on TV shows, but it's an actual Hollywood thing, like film and television industry thing that there's typically a person whose job is to maintain continuity. <laughs> like, they like have all these notes and stuff and be like, uh, you can't do that because like this happened earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, a, that's an actual job description. Uh, apparently, they don't have those at ABC. <laughs> No, they have story editors who will just put it in whatever order to fit whatever story they want. Uh, that makes me a little uncomfortable. But yeah, so uh, we won't stick on that because I feel like the nighttime portion of this date is the, mo the most important. Yeah, but before we get to the nighttime, we got the date card. Oh, yes. Where um, everybody but Nate is listed on the date card. And this is where Chris mm. continues his, like... <sighs> Downward spiral. <laughs> yes, he's, like, very disappointed. He's like, oh, I went out on a limb to tell Michelle about Nate, and it fell on deaf ears. Yeah, it's like... <sighs> like... Going to the lead with a bunch of unsubstantiated gossip about one of her favorite people is going to get you a one-on-one -on -one date. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, but he is still hurt about it and griping. But... I just uh, don't even get me freaking started. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so now back to Joe's nighttime. Yes, a more pleasant thought. Well, well not actually really. not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as the, uh, as the segment opens from commercial break with a warning about, you know, discussion of difficult topics and yes, suicide. Anxiety, and depression. Anxiety, depression. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> Uh, on uh, look, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Christy. I legit thought that Joe's dad was dead too. Like with oh. how many with how many people across the last handful of seasons that have just been like, yeah, my dad's dead. I totally thought it was that, but no, it was not that. No, he he talked about. I didn't quite follow all the medical stuff here, but it, it seems like he broke three bones in his foot in seventh grade. And then I guess in college, he broke his foot again. He mentioned a bone that began with an M that I didn't write yeah, down. Yeah, metatarsal. Um, but then like the surgeon tried to fix it, but then ended up shattering it more. Does that sound right? And then he had to have more surgery again to fix it. Um. Yes, that's roughly. I mean, the, sort of the end of that whole thing was that he ended up having, uh, like I think he said maybe seven screws and a and a plate in his foot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because originally he just had a screw through the metatarsal, but then during that surgery, surgery, the surgeon uh, used a two uh, a screw that was too large, I guess, and ended up shattering it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's not, uh, an easy situation at all. I mean, I, I know somebody whose 
had a like foot ankle problems caused by gymnastics and the same same sort of story line with like it was messed up and then like surgery made it worse and uh, I mean for a long long time like she's basically in pain like an extensive amount of pain and yeah, like, that is rough. not not real ability to like walk super well and, and stuff with it um yeah i mean stuff like that in the feet is not not a joke and so it seemed like after that it was just mentally really tough um he had anxiety depression suicidal thoughts um i guess eventually he had to give up basketball because of you know all the foot trauma so yeah i mean you have hard to you play have, yeah i mean you have that much hardware in your foot you're probably not going to be able to maintain a like collegiate level sort of performance um which yeah led to him giving up basketball um from what he was saying I, I don't know if he actually like we should look this up because i uh, i wasn't totally clear but it seemed like he i'm not sure if he dropped out of college but he or i don't know if this was maybe after college but he like moved back home because of how traumatic everything was um yeah that's what it's i don't know where he was playing but yeah he went came back to minnesota college somewhere um yeah oh he has a whole wikipedia page oh boy <laughs> minnesota joe i don't even know what the heck his last name is joe coleman oh that's right he was a top 100 espn recruit it shows he was at st mary's college which is where um Oh, California. Okay. Does it does it say if he finished his degree or not? Um, he was there the last year. It doesn't. Sh Let me see. Hmm. Well. Yeah, it looks like he went to the California school in his junior season. But it doesn't say like whether he graduated there or not. Okay. Well, you're definitely getting a rose after that. Yes, I mean he's already one of her top people. But they, but they did have a uh, nice Ferris wheel ride before before the rose. Or was it before the rose? It was after. Ugh, unbelievable. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of the concert after the rose. Or even the fireworks, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, you succeeded. <laughs> you get another little treat. Yay, good for you. I mean, it's really just so they can get more make making out shots. I held my tongue, but I was screaming inside. <laughs> about this this uh viking oh yeah stadium date this was very disappointing to watch <laughs> so like they guys pull up to the minnesota vikings football stadium and like michelle's like are you ready to see some vikings and i'm like "Ooh, which vikings football player is gonna come out <laughs> but no abc uh, you were you were bamboozled too Yes, I was like, where? I guess I'd forgotten. I don't remember if I'd seen any promos of these, like, pseudo-Vikings that came out. But, like, I guess ABC was too cheap to pay for actual football players. I'm sorry. I, like, maybe I'm just incredibly skeptical about it. Like, there's no way they actually got actual football players. They have before, though. But in previous seasons. Yeah, but notice, like, they didn't, they didn't get any 
baseball players earlier for the Joe Day. No, but at least they went to an actual game, though, where, like, players were, like, there. (laughs) (laughs) Even if they weren't part of it, but... Maybe. No, yeah. we had these like big guys wearing costumes come out. Mm-hmm. Yes, like historical Vikings. How how realistic or like how accurate do these costumes look to you? N- they n- no, not particularly. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so we couldn't even get the real costumes. <laughs> no, I mean it, it was just a very like. I mean, it's not like I'm a Viking historian, but. It, it just it seemed like it was for it was like it was just very theatrical sort of yeah um, vibe to it but yeah <laughs> so yeah because they, they have... came they actually came out they I mean, these are pretty like large men and they were like came out they were like pulling this cart behind them <laughs> <laughs> And they they got they make them do like all these like activities. The first one is like the guys have to do a battle cry. And like Rick scared me a little bit. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He just he looked like he was gonna pop a vein in his in his head. You're still. You're, I feel like you're still a little, a little disconcerted by Rick <laughs> just in general. You just can't get over the whole decapitation thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you are very like Rick verse. He's you're very like, in, he's very intense. You're like, nah, I <laughs> Look, it's, it's I over, just, hard <laughs> to describe. I I <laughs> I was laughing so hard at, at Chris S's battle cry and he does it and it's like of course not very good and the where the large viking guys is like i forget what exactly what he said but someone thinks he's like lame <laughs> 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 or like because uh. <laughs> chris chris is not a great viking so next they had to throw logs mm-hmm. big old a big old logs Yes, it looked very heavy. Mm. I'm skeptical. Mm. I'm not saying it was a fake log. I'm just saying logs can vary quite a bit in weight depending on like how dry and how like dead it was before. Oh, well, Chris seemed to struggle a bit lifting it up. Yes, well, Chris is not a bodybuilder like the rest of them. No, he's a normal, normalish guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently he threw it the furthest, though. I think he got a lucky roll. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I. Christy is not a believer. I mean, the roll counts, so. Yes, yes it does. It it really does. I and then I guess because what they were already doing was not bad enough, they then had to go change into costumes themselves. Uh, any yes. anything you want to comment on? <laughs> there was only one memorable one, and it was Chris who got stuck wearing an inflatable centaur outfit when when he runs the the two horse legs in the back gallop awkwardly behind him it was very funny <laughs> i don't know why that was included in this viking theme <laughs> so funny that's like a, a that's like a completely like mythical i know it didn't fit with the rest of the costumes at all particularly since i and uh, we have any history buffs around but i feel like I feel like centaurs aren't really like a Scandinavian like folklore thing. Maybe no, I'm wrong. Probably not. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I only really know them from Narnia, but, but C.S. Lewis like Tolkien took stuff from everywhere. 
I am. I don't know. I feel like if you're Chris and you get that costume, you have to be like, hmm, am I a Joe character this season? <laughs> you, like, I don't know. You wouldn't have, t- like, taken another costume. I don't know that they had a choice. I feel like they were assigned. Just like last week, he was given the tidy whities <laughs> Two weeks in a row, he gets the least desirable costume. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure some people think tidy whities are attractive. I don't know. Everybody was making fun of him there, though. Yeah, well... I mean, nobody likes him, so I feel like that's a pretty big factor. Yeah, although that was before he made, he, like, confronted everyone. Well, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they had some challenges here. Oh, yeah, it's the, let's see, weird food date of the season. Weird food that's been sitting out in the sun for hours. Ugh. First was fermented fish, which for some reason was crunchy. That was confusing to me. They were like, it had a crisp to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, put those in, like, a storehouse. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also uh, had to eat this thing that was, like, a block of, like, brains and tongue and, like... Yeah, Viking head hash. Um, That that did not look good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes i'm i'm gonna this this is not a hot take or anything this is just reality like don't eat brains people i don't care the species that's just asking for trouble oh really i just i always thought it looked gross but is there an actual like medical thing there oh yeah yeah i mean it's like uh prion diseases i think um, it's a whole thing, and this is way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but some cannibals had had issues because they would eat brains, and some of the people whose brains they were eating had these uncurable disease. Oh, okay. I think I think we, we can <laughs> stop there with that. <laughs> Basically, mad cow disease. If anyone's oh, familiar, that's terrible. Um, but yes, arm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't show very many of these. They showed Chris versus Olu, which come of on, course. Olu wins that. <laughs> yeah, Chris got trashed. Uh, or Swolu, as he somebody called him last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, call a uh, shout out to to Gabe, who is very impressed by Olu's muscles. Yes, and then for some reason they just announced Clayton wins Ultimate Viking. I, I, you got me. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like they didn't show much, but and it doesn't seem to win him anything significant no. either. It's just, it's just a title. <laughs> yeah, no, it really didn't help him. No. <laughs> yeah, um, I just yeah, maybe. good for you, yay. Congrats. Nobody knows why, but yay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, good. I was just going to say, I, I found it pretty funny how Sue was just like, you guys, like, really embarrassed yourselves last week, but you did great this week. <laughs> yeah, at nighttime, she made sure to recognize their effort of making her feel seen and creating small moments. Mm, yes, gotta gotta have those small moments. Yeah, because like all throughout the daytime portion, they kept showing the guys constantly going over to her throughout all the Viking stuff. I mean, look, you gotta keep progressing your relationship. You know, it's all mm-hmm. about the small moments. I mean, it's really all about the like one-on-one dates, but it's all about the small moments. <laughs> Yeah, and so we see, like, I guess a couple of guys. Um, she talks with Clayton. There wasn't much in this conversation beyond, like, he's starting to stand out to her. I don't know if you picked up anything else from that, but. 
I mean, not really. It's just... <sighs> I just have a hard time t taking that seriously. When, like, we know, like... I, I, I would say... Next couple weeks, maybe? He's gonna be out of here. Probably, yeah. I mean, I feel like we still don't know anything about him. Like, when later on, when, like, he gets the rose, she mentioned something about, oh, like, learn, I like learning about your family, but I guess we didn't get to hear that. <laughs> so, no, no. I'm still Chris, like. Christy, he's gonna be the bachelor. We don't need to know that yet. <laughs> I know, but they haven't given us any reason. Like, if he were to get eliminated next week. I feel like there's other guys who have gotten a lot more screen time where we'd be like, oh, that person got eliminated. I really liked them. They should be The Bachelor. But so far, we have nothing. We have no buzz around him. Yeah, I I guess I, I kind of feel like they're maybe trying to not show a ton because of him being The Next Bachelor since everyone already knows. I just, I just feel like maybe that factors into the decision. Because it's like, it's not... It's not the same situation where... The, uh... The person is just on the season, right? And we don't... Nobody, nobody knows that they're going to be picked because the next season hasn't been announced. All that different stuff. So I just feel like it's a different vibe for abc maybe where they just they're like oh well everybody already knows he's gonna be the bachelor so like we can't like give him too much screen time otherwise like people won't be able to discover him like i don't know I, maybe i'm wrong i could be wrong i'm sure i'm wrong but like i don't know it just feels weird with us knowing already that he yeah. is the bachelor yeah, it's weird watching his scenes. Because in my back of my mind, I'm like, next Bachelor, next Bachelor. Yep, don't care, don't care, don't care. But also, like, I don't know. I don't feel like they have that great of a connection compared to the other people. But That we know of. Yeah. All of his footage may have been scrubbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Brandon interrupts them and... Um, she brought out, I couldn't tell what this was. It looked like a gummy fish. So I, I think it may have been, I, I, I feel like it was kind of a callback to the, well, obviously the, the fish from the date, but she also had a pretty big moment with him because he like kissed her after having eaten yeah. the fermented fish. <laughs> which was, uh, shall we say, a slightly pungent for her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he had a chance to get a mint before that. No. <laughs> and I don't think it would have helped. <laughs> that, that was maybe a small moment he should have let go by. <laughs> Look, I think that she appreciated it. <laughs> you know, she saw... I mean, not in the moment, maybe, but she saw how much he was he was working for her, you know? She saw his effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, the moment we've all been waiting for, Nate gets the one-on-one -on -one date card. Yes, it says, I'm looking for a man who isn't afraid to test the waters. Ooh, what could that mean? Oh... <laughs> and of course, Chris is a freaking weirdo about it. Oh yeah, just about everything. Like, yeah, he's he takes this personally. He's like in shock <laughs> that she didn't check in with him or thank him for what he said last week. <laughs> and like the whole night, he's just waiting for Michelle to come find him instead of him making the effort. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's how that's how the Bachelorette works said no one ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is not m the most enjoyable person 
in my opinion. Maybe he's no. better. Maybe he's better in situations that are not nationally televised. Perhaps. But I have not I've not enjoyed our time with him. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I have not. Uh but you know, let's get to let's get to some good stuff here, Christy. Yes, Nate. So I guess Michelle knows how to drive a boat. Hopefully, hopefully she has a license. Usually, you have to have a boating license. Mm-hmm. But yes. they go they go boating on a lake that I did not write the name of down. I mean, was, there are so many lakes in Minnesota. I do not yeah. Believe yeah, we get to meet a couple best friends. What do you yes. think about that? This is, um, I feel like this means she really likes him because why would you waste meeting the best friends and a guy you don't think could be there at the end? Uh, I would agree with that. So they meet Allie and Tia. And oh, friends. Yay. Um, get to go thought, out in the water. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that they asked her, or they asked him, um, are there any guys in the house that like have a problem with you? And, of course, he has to talk about what Chris said. But I thought he explained it pretty well. That, like, basically Chris just took it the wrong way, and it's not like he was thinking he has it in the bag. He's just confident that eventually... They would have a one-on-one, which, like, duh, of course. They have a strong connection. You know, yeah. she loves that little dangly cross-earring thing he has, you know? <laughs> but yeah. But they, they seem impressed with him. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're fiercely protective. But also, great job going on this show and dating dozens of people. <laughs> yeah, they, they seem they he seems to have made a good impression on them, which is, you know, important. What he needed, if he's gonna take this relationship to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about about the nighttime portion, particularly when he was like talking about how he didn't want to be serious all the time? Yeah, I can understand that. I guess he's been in relationships before where there was, like, no fun or lightheartedness. And so he doesn't want that in a future partner. Um, I mean, I can relate to that. Yeah. It's just it's just interesting to hear how people describe things as we as <laughs> as we'll get to later with Martin, but uh, yeah, I just they're interesting people. She's Michelle herself. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what happened in her life. Somehow she ended up just in terrible relationships. Yeah, this boyfriend of hers who, I guess, didn't reciprocate anything uh, while they were dating. She kept getting nothing in return, and eventually, like, she got really sick. Um, like, couldn't keep food down, spent months searching for answers, doctor to doctor, and then turns out it was the relationship that was causing that. I did think that was a little strange. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that was a possibility. Like, it could affect you physically like that. She just, like, highly stressed all the time or something? I don't know, I guess. But it seems like once she ended that relationship, that all went away. So, I don't know. It's very, very odd. Yeah, that is is a a little strange. Hmm. So back at the hotel with the rest of the guys, Chris still griping about how she's making a big mistake with Nate. And we see him leave the hotel, get in a car, 
And well. (laughs) We know where this is headed. And so like he walks in to where Michelle and Nate are. And I wish like I could adequately describe the look on Nate's face. He does this like double take, like half shocked, half smirked face. It was so funny. He he was slightly shocked. I guess he uh as the the TikTok crowd would say, right? Tell tell me you want to get sent home from the show without telling me you want to get sent home <laughs> from the show. Yeah. He was just like the audacity. I just... Oh, it was... It was pretty funny. Uh, I can, can, I, can I talk to you for a minute? And didn't Nate say like weird or something? Yeah, yeah. He sort of looked <laughs> on, he's like, weird. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, of course, Michelle has to, like, get up. I guess you can't just say no. Yeah, leave her date. Deal with this situation. Yeah, and then Chris is like, I feel really insecure being here. He's <laughs> uh, like, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to you last night at the group date. I feel played. Like, you ended up giving him a one-on-one. Yeah, again, this whole thing about how, like, She's supposed to take this information that he gave her that no one else has agreed with and just send Nate home, who she really likes, based on that. Like, it makes no sense. No. (laughs) And he's like, I don't want you to make the wrong decision. (laughs) Uh... I just, like... A whole thing where he was talking about how he's like, why did you put on a fake smile? Ugh. Like this whole, like, I feel, I feel like a lot of the time in situations like this, you end up having a heck of a lot of, like, projection onto the other person. Because that's more of the like, like that's more of the impression I got from him that like he wasn't being totally genuine that he was like trying to clumsily manipulate things. Yeah, for sure. And so he kind of just describes himself in <laughs> in his complaining and accusations here. Yeah, so Michelle finally says she can speak for herself and make decisions. And basically, she's telling him his opinion is invalid. (laughs) And this relationship isn't progressing and he needs to go home. Oh, you hate to see it. I know. But you love to see it. Watching him go down the The escalator. Yeah, but she's standing at the top. Very, Very satisfying. How dare you, Christy? He's a person, too, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, of course, Nate and Michelle get get fireworks. They didn't, mm-hmm. you know, uh, That's like the sign that you know you're in one of the top spots usually. Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess uh I guess Andy Grammer was not available this week. <laughs> <laughs> so instead Pew 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 That was I just wanna say that was a completely accurate description of the fireworks that went off, just so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we should probably close with the cocktail party, the rose ceremony. Yeah, we we didn't get a ton from the rest of the guys except for one. So they showed her walking with Rick outside, uh, making out, and then 
Yes, Michelle got a birthday cake for Brandon. She was on the rooftop with Rodney. Nothing like hugely important happening with any well, of I those. Mean, they, they, they screamed on the rooftop, her and Rodney. Yeah, but... Uh, like, we <laughs> like, we love Minnesota or something. Yeah, like I said, not, nothing important. Wow. <laughs> Look, Christy, I can't believe you'd say that. They were progressing their relationship. By yelling. Look, a lot of relation it's in the it's in the small moments, Christy. <laughs> Why are you buying into this? <laughs> Look, ABC clearly knows all about love, all right? So I'm just following their mm -hmm. That's why they have so many successful relationships. Yes, exactly. So. And then we have Martin. Uh, I just. Does he want to be here? <laughs> I don't know. It's. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? I just. I like. I. Uh, so he starts like questioning Michelle because he's like, oh, you saying, you're saying a lot of the same things to me that you're saying to the other guys and it sounds similar. Oh, no crap. Oh, <laughs> it's not like that's the entire premise of the show you're on. I know the show, people always say the show is not scripted, but these people say the same things every season. <laughs> so I don't know why he's like heard about that. And somehow this morphs into like he doesn't want a high maintenance girl. Um, and he like tries to reassure her that oh she's not high maintenance, <sighs> but also he doesn't want a girl that expects the guy to do everything. <laughs> and then Michelle like tries to ask him, well, what is a high maintenance girl? And he keeps repeating the same thing. And oh no, that's not even I. I need to go back and watch this because I, I'm like, eighty five percent sure that he like used females. He did, which is like, I, I know this is an awfully just like, I'm just buying into just all the culture right now, but like that's a pretty big red flag. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about that lately. Like, <laughs> guys that refer to women as females. <laughs> yeah, not the best. And then the whole thing where he was like... I forget the exact wording he used, but talking about how, like... Again, part of, the, like, expect the guy to do everything. But, like, basically, just a what he seemed to be saying was like women who just expect a guy to just completely take care of them. Yeah. Where Did, was he talking about is he is he like from Miami? Oh, uh, I don't know where he's from. I feel like I feel like he was talking about Miami at one point. But it's just it's very strange. I feel like it's got to be at least 50-50 in terms of... Because, I don't know, I've just seen a lot of the opposite. Where it's like a guy just straight up knows nothing about life. <laughs> well, it, to me it came off like he doesn't want to do anything for the girl. That's the way it came off to me. Which... But you can't say that Michelle needs to be seen. I know. That was like the wrong person to say <laughs> that to. Yeah. Uh, then and like, then. Oh, oh, Lord. And then he like talks to the rest of the guys about this convo. And he's like, yeah, I don't think I said anything wrong. It's just a miscommunication on her end. Yes. That like a miscommunication on her end. Oh, my goodness. Just so, so loud and wrong. 
Ouch. I just don't... How... Why did she not send him home after that? I know. I don't understand. She gave him a rose. She could have kept Leroy, who seems like he has not committed any sins like that. <laughs> but I mean, no, Leroy Casey, and Casey, Casey go was home. pretty stylish, too, in my opinion. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't that get she it. she keeps Martin I guess his faux pas and his hair. Oh, I know. His hair is just... I really don't like it. Like, every time I look at it, it, it seems like it gets worse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> R.I.P. Martin. I guess maybe they wanted some drama because other than Martin, there's nobody else left who would do anything, right? It's like she got rid of all the other problem people. Yeah, because what? You ha so you have Nate, Joe... Olu, Brandon, Rodney, Martin. It's just the seven of them. And uh, or, Bachelor guy. Uh, oh, Clayton. That's yeah. yeah. Right. That's yeah. That that's seven. I think. Yeah, she gave out five roses, and there were three guys who already had it. So yeah, eight total. Oh, eight. Who am I forgetting then? Rick, maybe. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Sorry, when. I don't really think about those half-breeded people. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, it would make sense that the producers just want more drama. Because, yeah, otherwise... Like, yeah. Like, he has been digging himself such a deep hole. Yep. And then we have the quick little tag at the end where Olu... Serves her the most popular dish in Africa. Which. I don't know if he can really make this claim. Like, <laughs> Africa's an entire freaking continent. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> With many different cultures and many different countries. But it was too spicy for her. Ugh. I don't mind high-maintenance women. I can't stand weak women. Can't handle wow. spices. <laughs> Not everyone likes to have their taste buds singed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Christy coming break pretty strong on that. <laughs> huh. Well, hopefully we get rid of Martin next week. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, I had... Uh, 27 kisses. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's quite a jump from last week. I mean, at some point, you gotta get busy, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's time to ramp it up. Yeah, you know, it's getting, you're getting to uh, a smaller group, becoming more intimate. intimate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how can the good people of the world reach us, Chrissy? Um, you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Mm, I need to make another meme sometime mm. soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One day. I'm sure everyone is looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, wow. So honored. So honored. <laughs> yes. Well, hopefully, hopefully we get rid of some Clayton and Martin dead weight next week. Hmm. Yeah, definitely Martin. Hopefully. He's got to go. It's a very specific haircut, I will just say. I know probably a waste of time to talk about this further because it's like it's basically like bleached on top i guess and then the sides there's like a a bar i think like under the top of his head like above his ears yeah. that's shaved completely off yeah so it's like this gap and then the back is like shaved to this like triangle 
which part of that I think I think only part of that is bleach, but like some of it is. So like you kind of have the bleached part, like it's not quite frosted tips, but at the same time you kind of have his pretty dark hair color underneath that. It's very unfortunate. Look. I mean, he obviously likes it. Since it's on his head. Yeah. Christy is without words. <laughs> this has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week.